First, it's not a coincidence that we celebrate uh, St. Martin of Tours today, and uh, Veterans Day as our nation uh, marks that uh, for uh, um, those that are alive that have served uh, and protected our country and served our country. Uh, we honor them on this day for good reason, and that is, of course, St. Martin was a soldier. And uh, he was a patron, is, is, I believe he's one of the main patrons yet of soldiers. And so it's fitting that we remember that, um, remember him. But my mind is somewhat going to him today uh, because of his um, complete uh, freedom to be able to give half his cloak to, to the, the beggar, who of course was revealed later to be Jesus. And how that convicts me of, of course, I look really weird running around in half a shirt so, uh, or half a jacket. But this gospel passage, uh, equally, uh, I, I find it just kind of fun uh, to think about. Uh, leprosy was a disease that wasn't quite understood, wasn't fully understood until uh, actually fairly recently. <clears throat> it's now known as Hansen's disease, and there are people that still suffer with it. Uh, but it is um, very, very rare. Uh, in fact, uh, something like 90% of the population have a natural immunity to Hansen's disease. It is a bacteria that dwells on the skin. Um, eventually, it can cause um, the nerves to die. When the nerves die, the skin and the flesh begins to die. And, when, and then the bacteria kind of takes over and it's kind of gross. If you want to imagine a zombie, and not the, the, the brain-seeking um, thing, but the, where the flesh is kind of rotting off the skeleton, that was the extreme cases of leprosy. Now we know how to treat it. A simple antibiotic. Costs about two bucks. Thank God for that, right? But I found myself thinking about uh, leprosy in, in the days of Jesus. They, you, know, you, you sent them off, not only for a 14-day quarantine, you sent them off for the rest of their lives because you were so terrified. They were so terrified of this disease. Uh, and because of the Jewish people and, and the connection with this rotting flesh and, and, and extreme cases, there would have been a stench and it would have been just nasty. They were declared not only physically unclean, but ritually unclean. They could not go into the temple. They could not worship. They could not be in, in polite society. They were not welcomed. And so what to do? So many formed bands of lepers because it's better to be in, in com community with those that are sick like you with, with the same disease than to be all alone. I think you might have some understanding of that these days too. <clears throat> not, making, not making light of the situation, of course. So this poor... These poor lepers. And did you catch that? I, it was not, I mispronounced it this, this morning at the school mass. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice. They have only one cry. They're crying out together. Jesus, master, have pity on us. Now in the Old Testament, uh, Elisha told, told uh, Naaman to go jump in the river. Jesus didn't ask them to do that. He asked them to do something even more radical. Go into the temple and show yourselves to the priests. They should have known right there there's something important happening. They could not go into the temple. It would be like somebody who has COVID to, to just go unmasked and walking up and down the aisles at the local grocery store, breathing on everyone, <laughs> right? 
They should have known because, they, again, they didn't know necessarily what caused it, but everyone was terrified of it. And yet, only one recognized the healing, and he came back to the Lord. I think some, uh, you might point out that he was a Samaritan, and I think there's a reason that St. Luke points that out, but it's not to uh, symbolize that the Jewish people just didn't get it and they weren't thankful or anything like that. But as a Samaritan, he would have said, what am I doing going to the temple? They don't welcome me there even if I were healed. I'm a Samaritan. I'm a half-breed. They are not going to welcome me. And so he comes back to Jesus, but he does something instinctual that now, looking back, we could say he must have understood something. He praised God and did him homage. He was doing the same thing that they were supposed to be doing in the temple. He had recognized that God was with him, and he thanked God. I think that's the invitation for all of us today. Sometimes that God works in the very subtle ways of our life, and St. Paul to Titus today, that uh, the, the middle of the passage, but when the kindness and generous love of God, our Savior, appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we have done, but because of his mercy. See, sometimes we think we have to act. Maybe that's why the other nine didn't come back. We have to go to the temple before this really becomes real. Instead, the Samaritan understood God was good, that God was merciful, that God loved.